Today on the Hot OTM Podcast, ABC News now admits the lockdowns of bars and gyms was uh, maybe a little preemptive. Which stores will no longer be requiring masks? We will let you know. CDC quietly admits certain death toll numbers. And in finance, we discuss the M1 and M2 money supply no longer being reported on a weekly basis. In entertainment, Eric Clapton has something to say about the jab. In gun in the gun corner today, we will also discuss new bills or a new bill being introduced in Utah and uh, in New York. Apparently, within 24 hours, there's a crap ton of shootings. So we will discuss that here today. Stay tuned here at the Hot OTM Podcast. Transmitting from sunny Southern California, capital of entertainment, beautiful ladies, and great whiskey. You're listening to the Hot OTM Podcast, where we discuss politics, guns, entertainment, music, and all the controversial topics we can find. Here are your hosts, Hector Robles and Christian Mejia. All right. Welcome back to the Hot OTM Podcast. Um, Today, let's uh, start off with this headline. And uh, it's kind of interesting. Which stores will no longer require masks after the CDC updates guidance? So it looks like everything's starting to get back to normal now that they uh, they have Biden in office. <laughs> and they, uh, they're like, okay, now the bad guy's not in office, so we can start opening everything up now. So anyway, apparently Trader Joe's announced this Friday that it'll update its mask policies and fully vaccinated customers will not not be required to wear masks in their stores anymore. However, they are the exception so far and believed to be the only company to drop the mask mandate at this time. So uh, there you go. There's a first sign of getting back to normal, but only for vaccinated people. I guess they're telling us that the rest of us who... Uh, don't want to get jabbed with experimental drugs. Uh, you still got to wear your mask. <laughs> kind of interesting. Although we're the ones in risk, right? It's not them. I mean, they're vaccinated. They're safe. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, and in the same kind of realm, we have ABC News. And this one, oh, man. <sighs> ABC News now admits that the lockdowns of Bars, gyms, and restaurants, uh, and more were wrong, uh, were based wrongly in scientific, or were, were wrongly based um, not in scientific data. So basically, they were admitting that um, Fauci uh, was just talking out of his ass. And it says uh, bars and gym, bars, gyms, and restaurants were just a few settings health experts warned could become hotbeds of COVID-19 as states began reopening. Yet public data analyzed by ABC News tells a different story. So, and then this is the tweet that ABC News put out, which was kind of interesting. They put, um, what they, oh no, well that was the tweet that they put out. And then somebody replied back to that, some guy named John Ziegler, he replied at ABC, where's the accountability? Where's the media experts apologizing? Where's the lawsuits? And that's kind of true because these guys, they tell you that this is the truth and that you're a conspiracy theorist. If you don't believe them, that you're this horrible person, that you're killing, you're eating babies and all this shit. 
And then when it, it turns out that they were wrong, they don't apologize. They don't say anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently we had the wrong wrong data, wrong information. So that they just say that. No apologies. No nothing. Hey, no, no hey, Trump was kind of right on this. <laughs> nothing like that. Just walk away. Nothing to see here. So congratulations. Uh, all right. And another big one, and we actually talked about this in the last episode, that the numbers that were the COVID numbers that were being released for deaths with the vaccine, I'm sorry, the jab, were kind of weird with the deaths because they, they were making it really hard for you to find out how many deaths in the vaccines, um, you know, with the, the COVID jabs. Um, and the CDC quietly admits, and this is another article, um, CDC quietly admits the death toll from COVID vaccines is greater than every vaccine in the last 20 years combined. It's like, what? <laughs> and I found this article. I'm like, no freaking way. Apparently so. They're releasing these um, the numbers in the Center of, Dece- Center of Disease Control and Prevention CDC posted data which shows that more people have died after receiving a COVID vaccine than for all other vaccines of the last 20 years combined. Again, like I'm telling you, like I've been saying, this is an experimental vaccine. And I'm not even saying that the science for for the jab doesn't work because I, I do think that it does, like the science does work. But if they don't have this thing down and they're just kind of mixing their chemicals and trying to figure this out, uh, yeah, that's why they won't release the studies until two years after this jab's been released. The... Um, the the makers of the of the jab won't release all the scientific studies that they did until two years later. So, it, to me, it's just very interesting how the media will not talk about this at all. And also, if you haven't noticed, they won't put numbers for the jab of deaths or people, like all those numbers. Remember how before they would keep all those numbers up on the on the the screen every day they would tell you how many num- you know this is the number of deaths people infected those numbers were up there every day when when uh uh Trump was in office now Biden's in office as soon as he got in nobody was showing any numbers nobody's showing you anything and everything's starting to get back to normal so very interesting how the media manipulates this stuff and i mean if you if you if you're seeing this it's so blatantly obvious that it's, there was a little bit of doubt in my mind before this whole fiasco that the media still had a little bit of credibility. Once this has happened, I mean, even if they show you a cat (laughs) stuck on a tree, I question it now. I'm like, did they put the cat in the tree maybe just to get some more news? That's how little I trust the the media at this point. But uh, it's... It was just interesting to hear all this news coming out from the jab. So I kind of wanted to bring that up. And with the bombshell, finance. All right. So let me tell you what's going on in finance. Uh, I watched this video. It's from April that I watched this video from this gentleman. And it was very interesting because I wasn't even aware of this. But, okay, this is the title of the video. Fed changes data 
as money supply increases, 500% hyperinflation is here. And I'm like, wow, what is this guy talking about? So I watched the video and he was basically saying that in 2006, the Federal Reserve stopped reporting uh, the M3 money supply. Uh, and, and there's M1, M2, and M3, and they stopped with the M3. And uh, just recently, this month, the U.S. Federal Reserve, uh, essentially, they, they publish the money supply every Thursday at 4, 4.30 p.m., but not anymore. Apparently, now they're doing it once a month instead of weekly to kind of hide the numbers. And it was very interesting because they've they've stopped reporting the M1 and M2 money supply. And what that is, the M1 is like your cash, coin, money, uh, stuff that's in your ATM, federal notes uh, that are out in public. So that's kind of like the, the liquid cash is the M1 money supply. M2 is the cash plus like savings accounts, money markets, mutual funds, and other assets. Um, and M2 is considered an indicator for future inflation. Uh, so the Federal Reserve has stopped uh, providing those weekly reports, and allegedly it's now being done on a monthly report. So they're trying to hide the inflation. And to me, it's, it's, it's a big bombshell because they're trying to hide it. Like at this point now, because if you know every week and you're watching those reports, you know exactly how much the the money is growing, how how much money is in circulation. But now they're trying to hide it, not trying to tell you how much is in circulation. So to me, it was kind of interesting because it goes back to protecting yourself with you know precious metals. Again, I know I, I beat that dead horse all the time, but I'm telling you, silver, gold. And if you don't, if you don't hold it, you don't own it kind of a situation. And again, this is if I, I think that everyone should have a little bit in their home, like just a little bit. I'm not talking about thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, if you're going into that, you're going into investment. And if you do go into investing for your metals, uh, again, this is kind of what I do, not necessarily what you should be doing, you should be checking with your financial advisor if you need financial advice. But um, if you have a little bit of silver or gold in your home, then, then you're good. Um, and it's kind of like a, a, a hedge against inflation. So if that money's still going to hold its buying power, and if you do decide to invest in that, uh, you should get, there's some places that let you invest in allocated metals. So they literally have like a basket somewhere in a safe and they put literally like your actual physical coins inside this little box and it's locked up. And so it's allocated, it's separate from everyone else's and they're protecting your metals. So that's, um, you know, a good way if you're in, if, if you have a lot of money and you want to hold your wealth and your buying power. But um, I just found it very interesting that they're telling us, you know, everything's okay, don't worry about it. And the economy hasn't even opened up yet, really. And that's one of the biggest things that's going to happen is right now people have been holding on to all this money uh, that they have. And once the economy opens up, let me, let me go back to this. So inflation is connected to something called velocity of money. So the faster that money moves hands, 
the, the faster that inflation can go up. So if everyone's holding the money, then it's not moving hands. So technically there's no inflation because nobody's spending that money. So there's less money chasing the same products. So now when they're going to open up the economy, now people are going to start spending the money that they've been holding on because they weren't sure if they were going to have a job or if things were going to open or what they were going to need. So they're going to start spending money. So now a bunch of money is going to go and flood the market and it's going to be chasing the same products. So if five people want to buy this little sponge that I have right here <clears throat> and they're all giving you the $10 that it's worth, well, you're going to raise the price on this sponge and you're going to say, well, if everyone's giving me that, I'll... It, it's $15, $15 now instead of $10, which that's inflation. So <clears throat> I think that once the economy opens up, that's when the floodgates are going to open up. And it may start a little bit, like we've mentioned with the Costco uh, paper towels, where they'll just start shrinking it, charging you the same. But pretty soon, like lumber's going up, you know, all these things are going to start going up. And because it's the same money chasing the same, uh, more money chasing the same assets. <clears throat> and I really think that that's when the economy opens up is when shit's really going to start to hit the fan. So keep an eye on that. Again, <clears throat> protect yourself. Like I said, if you can with, I mean, even one coin of silver, you're looking at maybe 35 bucks right now. Even if you have one, I mean, you're, you're ahead of the game because a lot of people don't have any. So um, my suggestion there. All right, so entertainment for today. Eric Clapton is in the news. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard from Eric Clapton in a while. What's going on with this guy? Did he uh, put out a new album or why is he, why is he out? Apparently, check, check out what Eric Clapton said. And he said, the jab, I should never have gone near the needle. And I'm like, what? What, Eric Clapton? <laughs> that is uh regrets taking the jab <clears throat> and this is what he said i'm gonna read this off to you real quick and again this is from an article this isn't me spitting out all this awesome awesome information it's from an article and <clears throat> here we go and it's from trendingpolitics.com says, Eric Clapton, an English rock and blues guitar, received the AstraZeneca jab earlier this year and now he wonders why he let himself be fooled into taking the jab without question. He looks out into England and the rest of the world and wonders what happened with the Western rebellious, curious, and adventurous spirit uh, if we have become so easily manipulated, even himself. And he says, where are the rebels? He rightfully asked as he looked out into the world and he sees how most people follow instructions without question. He sees old and young men and women obeying with barely any resistance at all. And this is exactly what I was mentioning before. <clears throat> I was mentioning that a lot of these lefty rebellious people who are sitting there singing Rage, Rage Against the Machine, the F you, I won't do what you tell me. And all of a sudden, whatever you want, Mr. Biden, if you say that I should take this jab, I will take the jab because, you know, we... We want to be nice to our neighbors and we want to, without question, even though it's an experimental situation that's licensed through the FDA, barely, uh, they won't release the studies until two years afterwards. I mean, 
with all that, all these rebellious people lined up like sheep. It's insane that these same people that are the rebels with the pink hair and, you know, mohawks are the same ones that are talking shit when you start asking questions. And it was just, uh, it was a breath, a breath of fresh air to actually hear Eric Clapton say that. And I'm like, man, I've been saying this. I've been telling my friends. I've been getting so much crap for it because they're like, just just take it and shut up. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to shut up and I'm not going to take it because I don't want to. And it's my right to not take it. And it was very refreshing to hear Eric Clapton, um, you know, say that where's all the rebellious people. And not that I'm trying to be a rebel in any way. It's just I have concerns. And and if if everything's so safe, then answer the question. What's the problem? <laughs> you know, what's the problem if if everything's so safe? But uh, anyway, I found found that news to be pretty awesome. Just wanted to share that with you. And now we will move over to the. Gun Corner. <clears throat> All right. So since I know that we do have a couple of listeners in Utah, I found this article and I wanted to kind of mention this. Here we go. Article says Second Amendment sanctuary bill could be heard in Utah next week. Utah leg legislators appear to be hitting the gas on expanding gun rights in the state. Earlier this year, Cox signaled or Cox signed a bill eliminate, uh, eliminating the need for permit to carry a concealed weapon in public. Well, I, I got to give a little little round of applause for that. The uh, that effort was systemic, or no? <laughs> Excuse my reading here. The, the effort was stymed for nearly a decade. I don't know. Maybe that's a misspelling there, but for nearly a decade by Cox uh, predecessor and Governor Gary Herbert through vetoes or threats of veto. So apparently, they're going to be hearing. Um, they want to make like a sanctuary bill in Utah for uh, gun rights, which I think is awesome. Again, since I know we have some listeners in Utah, I just kind of wanted to, to give you some info about cool stuff that's happening in your state. Um, <clears throat> and then, so I was, uh, I was watching this video. I think his name is Colin Nor or something like that. He's a really famous YouTuber with um he's also like a political activist for a gun rights activist. And uh he brought up a video recently about like 10 shootings that happened in 24 hours. So I looked it up in New York, which is supposed to be one of the most strangest gun laws in the entire United States right next to Chicago and probably California. Um <clears throat> but so I found this uh, this report by ABC 7 News in New York, and it said 15 people shot uh, or 15 people shot in 14 shootings in 24 hours. And this was at the end of April. So it was it's kind of nuts, man. 15 people were shot in the city of New York uh, in 14 shootings within 24 hours. And this is a state. Listen to this. It's, well, it's one of the strictest gun law states. Uh, also, it bans, it bans normal capacity magazines. Um, e even to the point, it bans guns so much that if you're not a resident of New York 
and you touch a gun, you've technically committed a felony. So just think about that. If you even touch a gun, it's considered a felony. But they just had 14 shootings in 24 hours. What does that tell you? I'll tell you what it tells you. It tells you that only the criminals have the freaking guns. Like, <laughs> come on now. Really? Uh, it's just, it, to me, it's just ridiculous. It just keeps on proving the point that these stringent gun laws are affecting the people who are not breaking the gun laws. I mean, it's putting these laws into effect is not saving anybody. It's damaging, you know, all those people that got shot. They could have been carrying their own weapon to protect themselves and not become victims. But, you know, try telling that to uh, any of these uh, left radicals in, uh, in our states, New, like New York and California, in our commie state of California here. But uh, I just wanted to bring up that article, another proof that um, taking away gun rights from law-abiding citizens isn't the answer. Again, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I just found it very interesting how uh, about this article and, uh, you know, 14 shootings, 24 hours in a pretty much the the, the uh, stringest gun laws possible. So if they want to completely ban it, just look right over the border where the cartels have taken over in Mexico and you'll see exactly what's going to happen. It just brings more and more violence. So anyway, with that. I do want to thank you guys for tuning in. If this is your first time in our channel, please subscribe. Give us a thumb up, depending on what uh, platform you're listening to us in. Um, definitely share with your friends and family. And we want to thank you for tuning in. And you guys have a great rest of your night. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. If you would like to donate, please join us on Subscribestar. Thank you again from all of us here at the OTM Podcast, and you have a great night.